welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Hi, I'm Stefan Kazakis from Business Benchmark Group, and I'm really excited about presenting this next episode in our podcast series. We are interviewing Matthew Adams from Motosign, the owner and, 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 and I guess, very focused uh, business owner at that at Motosign. You know, when Matthew was interviewed for this, uh, for this M500 uh, um, interview, he was, he, he was just less than, it was the 11th month of his uh, program start. He joined Board of Directors 12 in, uh, in the October 2017 group. And uh, his revenue for the same for the same period has grown uh, double and on its way to triple by the time he gets to the end of this current financial year, which has six months to go. His business has more than doubled in terms of the number of employees and, and again, the level of employees and, and team members has, has more than doubled. Um, he has a very defined and very focused ideal target market approach to the business. He has three distinct and very clear verticals for which he knows, again, by, by percentage, what our revenue um, targets are and what our gross profit targets are. His, his average dollar sale has increased times two in the same periods and his liquidity ratio has more than doubled in the last 12 months. Now, the interesting thing about Matthew and Motorsign is when you're in a group uh, board of Directors 12 program, you're listening to exactly the same message and taking exactly the same, I guess, information in as, as is shared from the uh, the CEO or the, uh, the the senior strategist in the room. And yet, here is a, a clear uh, example of if you just go and just put things into action and leave nothing to chance and leave no stone unturned. And that's not to say no one else does, but this is just to demonstrate that if you just take the opportunity to keep on rolling for the uh, four weeks in between our, our sessions uh, with the punches what could happen I just think it's remarkable and it's not unique to Matthew in terms of these results but I just think it's an unbelievable uh, outcome within um, 12 months and and certainly something that we don't see as unique but we see as something that could be possible for every one of our clients some of you are just a double digit growth and that's great but there is such an opportunity to scale that and not just for the sake of being as part of the group but because you're actually leaving money on the table and I feel, I think, I know, so do you, that you can definitely get more juice and uh, and, and more outcome from the squeeze. So let's keep on, I guess, reflecting on this next episode in our podcast series as one little reference point, one great reference point for Matthew and the motor sign business who's going from strength to strength as what could be possible for you. I'm Stefan Kazakis, Business Benchmark group okay we're going to introduce our uh our our interviewee which is matt adams from moto sign so matthew started his business in 2004 whoops started his business in 2004 joined board of directors 12 
program in October 2017, just less than a year ago. The business has grown from four employees to seven. Um, we have a defined three-pillar ideal target market. We know exactly the type of customer we want in every one of those pillars, and we are very committed to growing our quote register in those three key areas, one of them being sign writing, one of them being um, vehicle wraps, and the other one being aged care way signs, right? Um, one or two more key highs for the business in the next 12 months is expected and planned and will be executed. We have had a 100% increase in average dollar sale, which means most of our customers right now understand the full suite of products or services that we have available to them versus getting a sale a year or two years ago was just great and leaving money on the table, right? So we have a 100% increase in average dollar sale with a minimal increase in marketing investment. And we have a liquidity ratio, which means money in the bank um, has doubled in the last 12 months, which means not only have we doubled in business, but we've doubled in what is operational cash flow, which is the game of business, okay? So this is in almost less than 12 months, we have structured this business and just got a little tighter about some of our decisions, eliminated some of the waste, and really being clear on who we need to be doing business with and how important it is to be growing a quote register in just these three key areas with these type of clients served by these type of people and the business is on a roll. So without any further ado, Matt Adams from Motosign. So, well done, mate. I mean, you know, I guess that business benchmark group, we don't, we see this often. So we see this, 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 um, this progression and these, uh, these outcomes um, occur for many of our clients and, and, and sometimes, you know, um, we take our eye off the ball and things then go backwards really quickly as well. So well done. And if there's one thing I can definitely say about our journey thus far is I see someone that's committed. I see someone that doesn't necessarily need to work 15 hours a day, seven days a week to make this happen. I just see someone that's a lot more clear as to what needs to happen every day. And you are um, definitely a great example of structure and and discipline and, and you're learning as you go as well, which is what we all do. So you're constantly the student. So if, um, if you could just share with us, um, what are some of the, uh, I guess, what are, in the last 11 months, what are some of the structures and habits and disciplines that you've definitely put in place that are giving you the pathway to this growth? Yeah, so um, some of the structures are we've really refined our um, job board and scheduling process. It's one that we've created ourselves. Um, and it, it's been working really well because it you know, defines who's responsible for what and when and what part of the jobs have, have to happen at different times. Because um, we've sort of got in the signage industry when a customer says, yes, I want to sign, there's like a thousand things that can go wrong before you actually make your profit. Whereas Harvey Norman, when he sells a TV, he's made his money. So it's really important to get those structures right and have your checks and balances along the way so that you're not wasting and losing money along the way. Um, <clears throat> we've really, as for myself, I've become like disciplined with our key numbers, so weekly entering our key numbers into the benchmark system, which is, just helps me keep an eye on all of those things, you know, um, whether it be cash flow, um, <clears throat> money in the bank, how much money people are owing us, how much we're owing other people. Just all those numbers that I wasn't really keeping an eye on before. 
And, and, and what about the, um, the structures when it comes to your people? You've gone from four to seven. Yeah. What, what's needed to change there in almost a double up there? Yeah, so well, regular staff meetings every week is really important. Um, we've looked at the different roles and, you know, being a small business, I was wearing about 100 hats. Um, so we've changed, looked at the different roles that we need to fill and we've sort of worked out who within us can help fill some of those roles, um, get those hats off my head so that, you know, then I can focus on running the business. And, and how challenging and or straightforward has that been for you growing? Again, just getting your organisational chart yeah. with a bit more definition and yeah, the ups so and downs that come with that. It's been really challenging because it, signage is sort of quite a niche industry and trying to find, um, you know, skilled staff in the signage industry is really hard. And, you know, as, as the business grows, like with most, the, the roles narrow. So, you know, you, you don't just need, a, you know, graphic designer, you need one that knows how to set stuff up for printing, for signage. Um, you don't just need a, you know, um, like a team leader, production manager, you need someone who's got a handle on signage as well. So that's been really challenging and we're still going through some of those challenges. Um, you know, but then part of it is also going, all right, well, if you can't just sort of fly people in, what are you gonna do with the staff that you've got and the skills that they've got to, to build them up to a point where they can cover some of those tasks off? So when, when you think about your, um, your, your progression and, and, you know, the healthy pressure that comes with growth and managing more people, obviously your customers are looking at you from a different perspective today to, to two years ago. They're, they're, they're actually not needing to decide on anyone else to do their signs these days. Um, how, what's been the most challenging part of your default diary or your, your weekly plan or the things that you're committed to doing? Yeah, so, I mean, the default diary is, you know, it's a great thing, but it's so, it is very challenging to stick to it because, you know, you do have those fires that you've got to put out regularly and it's, it's, a, it's about just getting refocused or, or, you know, saying no in a way to, you know, staff come, I've got this problem, or, you know, come back to me in 10 minutes, I'm just in the middle of something and then, you know, half the time they'll solve it themselves. So. But it is, you know, when you're, you know, I suppose running the business, it is very difficult to, to really hone down on that. And that's a work in progress for us. Like, you know, I'm a lot better than I was 12 months ago, but I've still got a long way to go. Um, so, you know, that's one of the things I'm really working on. So when I, when I, um, when I share quote register and the, the, uh, the, the pressure that's needed on the quote register, yeah. what do you want to share with the room? when I say that to you? Yeah, so basically to, to get a, you know, to get $100,000 of turnover in the month, I've got to do $200,000 of quotes in the month. So there's a lot of pressure on that. I mean, the quotes, you know, they're not, a, not just gonna come from um, existing clients. They're not just gonna come from just contact through our marketing, whether it be the web or our street frontage. You know, they've still got to come from, you know, me connecting with our target market, um, really connecting with our existing clients. So there, there's a lot of pressure on that because, you know, to, to write $200,000 or thereabouts of quotes a month is a lot.
And? And we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's, that's, that's our target. So, so, so the important thing is you, you, yeah. you're, you're going to be stretched. Yeah in fairness, to achieve a $200,000 quote mm. register target if you don't have structures and disciplines every day, every week. Correct. Now, there's some of you that are also listening to this message, listening to this message, and we're right bang centre in this conversation. If you're on the growth path, but controlled growth, the thing that must be controlled is the quote register because that determines the type of customer that's going to do business with you. If you don't control the quote register and it controls you, then you're gonna be saying yes to anything because it just pays the bills. Versus being the engineer and the architect for what it is that we should be serving in the future. That's what a quote register does. Now many of you in this room are really good at attracting business, no different to the 2 a.m. McDonald's drive-thru where you say, I'll have the Big Mac and the chips, thank you. And the, the other person says, great, drive through and I'll pick up the money at the other end. That's order taking, which means that's not the way to grow and or control the type of growth that's going to serve you in the long run. Your, um, your, your ability to um, be networked in, in, in the industries that you want to grow, when you think about your vehicle wraps market, how is that um, becoming a better plan for you as to how you're attracting more of that? So, I don't quite understand that question. So you're, you're, you have a massive growth mm. happening in the vehicle wraps, yeah. right? And you have a target market. How are you getting better reputation in that area? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, through obviously doing the work, but also customer satisfaction, um, our processes of being able to, a lot of our customers are trade-based, they're using their vehicles all the time, so when we work around their time schedules to get their vehicles done, so their vehicle's not off the road um, for too long, um, so yeah, it's just, you know, reputation, um, word of mouth, um, referrals I think is, is the right term. Um, but you but you also do that follow up call yeah. fourteen days after the delivery yeah, so, to ensure everything's okay. Yeah, that's so, a system. Yeah, so we've got a follow up system where when they when they when you pick your vehicle up, it's been wrapped. You actually get a, a goodies bag that's got cleaners, um, your warranty documents, um, and you know we're offering a warranty that pretty much no one in the industry is offering, and we're prepared to put in writing and back it up. You also get um, uh, sort of vouchers once a year bring your vehicle back and we'll go over it if there's any problems we fix it we give it a treatment to help the vinyl last longer um, and we're also on that year anniversary we do contact them to say hey it gives up bring it back anything wrong with it we fix it up keep it looking sharp um, so think about your businesses and what could be that version in your business where you're constantly engaging a prior customer to come back on your terms and giving them a value add. So just, just think about how that might work, because I think that's a, it's so cheap to do that, and yet so, so, so huge is the return on investment that can come from that. So there's plenty of businesses in the room that can take something out of that concept 
um, and what could be a half an hour audit on your time for whatever your business is could equal another sale. Does that make sense? Or at least a referral because of you've stuck to your word. So I love that and I love the fact that you and your team came up that through your workshopping and, and brainstorming. Um, is there anything holding you back right now, Matt, in terms of your business and, and its current journey? Uh, what keeps you awake at night? Preparing for this interview. <laughs> is he doing okay? Is he doing... <laughs> Mate, you're doing fine. You are doing fine. I was, I was, <laughs> I was sleeping like a baby till 3am when my daughter woke me up and it started. <laughs> hey, you're doing well. You're doing well. So I suppose, um, you know, it's... It's a constant thing to try and, you know, just get that glass ceiling out of my head, right? You know, have, it's, you know, belief, uh, mindset that, you know, my mindset has, has improved like a thousand percent in the last year, um, but it still needs improvement. Like I still have to go, I can smash that ceiling. What is the ceiling? There is none. Um, and so, yeah, probably just those, if you want to call it the inner demons, you know, and they're the things that hold you back and you just, you know, I've got to constantly tell myself, no, if someone else can do it, so can I and, and you know, yeah. And um, are there decisions that you second guess? And if you do, what are you doing about working through that second guessing, I guess, element that we all have? Yeah, so, yeah, there's plenty of decisions that we second guess, you know, in relation to hiring new staff especially. Um, is it the right thing to do, is it not? But, you know, I've, you know, learned through the BOD and that, that, you know, you have to... What's BOD? Um, Board of Directors 12 okay. class. Um, you know, is working through the, you know, what's your plan B? So if you, if you make a hire, well, what if it goes south? Or what if it's, you know, you're not going to get the revenue to cover it? Um, so it's just a matter of, like to say, slow down the process, think it through, work out right, what, what if it works, what if it doesn't work, can you handle the plan B, those sort of things. Yep, and w when you think about the crossroads that are looming, the, uh, the, the need perhaps for one or two more people, which we know may happen, the need for um, replacing your current job with the current nursing home client. When you think about those crossroads, because they're looming, you know, yeah. business is cyclical. Yeah. How do you go about just staying true to your plan? Yeah. So, well, we've got to, you know, the plan obviously is to be punching out up to $200,000 worth of quotes a month. So, you know, we've got to break that down into the different sectors of our business those three sectors, work out right, what percentage is going to be what, and we've just got to really keep working hard on making the contacts to, you know, fill up those, those you know, 60, 30, 10 um, percent of those different pillars of our business with quotes. Um, making the connection, so we've currently got a big nursing home job with the wayfinding, that's, that's going to end in probably the next month. Um, it's like, well, who else needs this stuff? What... What are the connections that we can make through the people that work there? Who else do they know at other places? And we've just got to drill down into those areas to, you know, if you hit enough of the right people, you're going to get some work. So when you think about business and <coughs> lead flow, workflow, cash flow, 
yeah. sales, marketing, operations, and finance. Which one of those three areas is, in your opinion, the uh, the most challenging? Uh, probably the sales, getting the the lead flow in, um, would be the most challenging. Then the workflow at the moment, we're you know we're just a little bit understaffed, so just the delivery, just we've just got to work a bit harder on just getting you know a bit more structure in in our staff so that we can I think we've got the capability of delivering what we need to but we've just got to get them a bit more refined so we can so how are you going about that how are you staying consistent yeah in that messaging to getting better efficiencies yeah. better juice from the lemon how are you so, staying efficient yeah. how are you staying consistent yeah, so test and measure yep so you know each job's got its time allocation so in itself that is motivating staff to push forward um, when we look at the big picture of, of all the staff, it's like, you know, they, they can see where we need to be and where they're at. So that's that's a motivational thing. And So you share, you're fairly, fairly transparent with all the team? Yep. Um, is there anything you don't share with your team right now? Yeah, well, I mean, we don't share bottom line profit. Um, we don't, not sharing, um, what, what we are sharing is, you know, our sales targets, you know, and their gross profit margin that we're seeking so they're the main two things that we're sharing um you know the rest of the stuff at the minute's not that relevant to them so what's your vision of you for your business in the next 12 24 months yeah. what what do you see ahead yeah so we're we're trying to grow our revenue to about 1.5 million so that's gonna there's a bit of work involved there but we're also trying to do it without putting too much more money down on the table we might We've sort of got to do a couple of hires, which is sort of replacing some people that, that we've lost. But it's just every area of the business that we're trying to squeeze a limit. So whether it's, you know, in the get more out of our quote register. So, you know, convert as we get better. You know, we're going to convert more than 50% of our quotes. Um, so we're going to get growth in that area. Um, staff efficiencies like utilisation. Um, we're probably down, we're down from where we need to be. So through those tests and measures and just giving constant feedback to the staff of where they need to be at and making sure they've got the skills they need, that area, um, wastage, just really trying to tighten the ship. Um, so, you know, say we're trying to get triple, triple digit um, bottom end growth without necessarily triple digit top end growth. Excellent, love that. And um, if there was three tips or three um, points of reference that you can share with us, um, for, for you know, there's business owners in the room, regardless of their size, we all have the same journey. Yeah. Um, what would they be? Well, I think you need to know what your target is. I won't say goal, but you need to know what your target is. You've got to decide if you're actually dead set wanting to achieve that. And if you do, you probably need to get some help to achieve it. Okay. And if there was one thing that, I guess, whatever you have improved in the last 12 months, that they'll need to kill you before you change that habit, what would that be? Um, I think just identity. Identity as I'm the owner of a, of a business. And like you said before, it is a we, you know, and my role is I've got a great responsibility to not just the business, but to my staff to bring everyone along on the journey with me. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm doing and that's what I'm going to continue to do. And, you know, we have our, 
our standard of what we produce and supply to our clients and that part's not going to change. Brilliant, love that. And on a personal note, is 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 this the family also benefiting from your, I guess, your progression in identity and clarity yeah. of what you're working on? Um, definitely happy wife, happy life. Um, yeah, I mean, as, you know, I, was, I discussed with Sally, she doesn't work in the business, but I was sort of going through some of the stuff we're going to talk about today and she really pointed out, she goes, look, you know, since joining Benchmark Group in October last year, she goes, you know, you, I can just see the change that you are dead set focused on what you're doing. Um, you know, she's, you know, fully supporting that. Um, you know, having things like cash flow and that under control keeps a lot of pressure off the family. Um, you know, paying for the kids' schooling and paying off the house and planning holidays and stuff like that. So it sort of definitely has from, you know, when we're at crisis point, this, it's freed things up a lot. Brilliant. Well done, Matt. Questions? Julia. Uh, what are some of the things you're doing to smash that ceiling inside your head? Yeah, I'll we'll just keep talking to Stefan. <laughs> so it's, well, you've just got to constantly tell yourself. Like, I think sometimes, you know, how we've grown up has been a lot dependent on what you think is capable or what you think is a, a good standard of life. Um, you know, I know a mate of mine, he's, he's got a computer business, but his dad was an orthodontist. And, you know, he just straight out came out going, you know, well, hey, if I'm not going to earn this much money, why would I bother? You know, my dad was a motor mechanic, so I've got that sort of thing. You know, you come in at that level where you've, where you're, okay, if I do as well as my dad, yeah, I'm doing all right. So it's just constantly just going, well, I can do better. Um, and, you know, the sky is the limit. You know, we would never have even thought about a million dollars turnover, um, you know, three years ago. So it's just like, and recognising where you've come from and like that actually, well, hey, you did smash that ceiling a hundred times. So why can't you smash it a hundred more? And there are bigger, much bigger signage businesses than ours. Well, they started somewhere. So why can't we? Love that. That's cool, isn't it? <laughs> well answered, man. Any other questions? Yeah, I love your honesty, mate. How do you get back to sleep at three o'clock? I don't. <laughs> I didn't today. It's all right. Well, if you don't have little kids in the bed, you can. But when, when you wake up in the morning and you've got kids everywhere in the bed with you, there's not much hope. <laughs> but that sleep at night factor, Graham, and you'd know it better than... That sleep at night factor, you'd know it more than anyone, um, you know, running a $120, $150 million business. Uh, I'm sure you've had a fair share of those in your journey, mate. Well, I'm talking about myself as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You honestly talked about yourself and your background and and how do we nurture one another as men. Women seem to do it better than than us, but how do we, you know, connect with one another and support ourselves through this journey that Mm. you're talking about? You've done a great job. Brilliant. One more question. Simon, surely you got a question. Uh, how many said you need to do two hundred thousand dollars of quotes a month? So how many quotes would that be for you? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, the average quote might be two thousand dollars. So, wow. it's a hundred. So, do you do all the tenure yourself? Yep. So, how much time do you spend on that currently? Not enough. 
<laughs> yeah, so I mean, quite, probably half my, almost half of my time is actually spent quoting, quoting yeah. yeah, getting customers across the line. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much a full-time job then, to go yeah. from where you are to yeah. But in saying that, Simon, similar to your business, um, mm. our, our decision to really confirm what are the three pillars that we're going to grow the business in, yeah. the aged care wayfinding pillar, that, that category, that ideal customer, yeah. is not a $2,000 customer. No. They're a you know, 5100 what, What's the deal you're doing yeah, now? So, yeah, we've just finished off a $200,000 job on that. So I guess if you can, similar to your business, if you can forecast another year out, there'd be maybe one of those every month yeah. and 50 of the others. Oh, yeah. So now we still get to, let's say, 200 or whatever it yeah. might be at that point, but at least we're dictating what's happening. We're going to the market versus just waiting for it in this early stage of getting the structure right. I mean, every one of you who, who's been in our system would know that first part of getting really choreographed in quote register is about setting the disciplines, getting the clarity, what are we saying yes to, what are we saying no to, and being the engineer of the business that will be within 18 to 24 months time. Because if we're left to our own devices, we'll keep on doing what we did, which means the shop's open, anyone comes through is a, is a client. And that's gonna be hard work. It, it, takes a lot of, it takes a lot of energy and resources to get it done that way. So build the disciplines, build the conveyor belt, quote register, conversion, hand over to operations, deliver on time and on money and above, just a little bit more than what you promised, make sure the money's in the bank and you protect that, right? If you're a bank, give them 60 days. If you're not, get it in 30. So, you know, that, that all comes down to what you're designing. Yeah. But good question, great question. Okay, well done, Matt. Brilliant. Thank you. Congratulations, mate. Hi, I'm Stefan Kazagas from Business Benchmark Group, and it's just sobering listening to, I guess, what, what Matthew and, uh, and, and our community shares and, and puts out there in such a trusting way. You know, the, the whole conversation around um, how do you smash that glass ceiling inside your head and, and with total trust and with total, I guess, uh, ownership, the, uh, the sharing of, of how we do that. I guess, you know, recently we, uh, we have just created the, uh, the three-step process to... Uh, breaking your glass ceiling as a plan in and in, in our business at at business benchmark group and and that and that is nothing more nothing less than helping our uh, helping our clients our future clients I guess be open and honest with us the more open and honest and transparent you are with us at business benchmark group then the better the chance we have without judgment other than how do we connect the dots to help you get the freedom the freedom that you need for your time being better managed the freedom that you need to be attracting better clients and and keeping better clients, the freedom for not only creating and growing a, dis, uh, a, 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 a team that may have been dysfunctional and needs to be way better aligned and way more onboarded, and the most important, how do you ensure through this glass ceiling, this breaking of a glass ceiling plan, you are creating a life that is worth living, the quality of life that you and your loved ones deserve. So that is step one, your ability to be open and honest with us and reaching out to us in a non-judgmental, I guess, um, approach as far as us a business 
Business Benchmark Group are concerned to help you so that you can help those that you love. The second step is to attend our Business Breakthrough Workshop for which you will confirm. You will confirm where your, your money on the table is and where your business upside is. Guaranteed, you will be you will be seeing this and understanding this for which the step three is you walk away with a plan for which if you wish to do it on your own, step three is if you wish to do it on your own, so be it. That's fantastic. We hold no, I guess, uh, again, judgment in fairness with you, but you can also choose to do it with us and perhaps don't take five years and another four different ways to restart and do it versus go on a journey with us and help us to help you do it in half the time. Matthew Adams from Motosign is no exception to what we do and how we do it for everyone in our community. It's just how you take your opportunities and how you make them work for you that makes the ultimate difference. Break your glass ceiling. I'm Stefan Kazakis from Business Benchmark Group who totally endorses everybody to get out of their way, get out of their way of their business and just watch where this thing goes. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education, and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03 0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.